this week's parsha is parsha's matis masa. It's two parshas. So we're going to talk about the first of the two parshas, parshas matas. And in the parsha, it uh, has three basic issues that are discussed in the parsha. The first one is the issue of nidarim, <coughs> making promises, or or saying you're not going to do certain things, so the things become usher to you to do. And then there's a story of the war with Midian, which from, in, from out of that story came out the, the halachas of what you do with, if you get different uh, vessels, kalim, from non-Jewish people. And then the third story in the parasha is the story of the Bnei God and Bnei Ruvain. That the Pasuk says, They had a, the Bnei Ruvain and Bnei God had a lot of cattle. And they, after Chayisrael conquered Eretz Yichon Ve'ayg, which is the Ever Yarden, which is the is the uh, <coughs> eastern bank of the Yarden, they they after they conquered that they, they saw it was very good land for grazing, so they wanted it for their for their animals, and they requested from Moshe Rabbeinu they should get their portion of Eretz Yisrael at over there. Moshe Rabbeinu told them that if what if you're not going to want to go and fight the battle to conquer the rest of Eretz Yisrael, you're going to be just as guilty as the Meraglim, you're going to cause everybody not to be, to be scared. So they agreed that they're going to go over and fight to conquer Eretz Yisrael. And it says, and, and then what Shabinu says, he, add, he added in the half of Shev Menasha <coughs> to, to stay with them in, over there at the Abraham Yarding. So the questions I have is, are, first of all, it's, it seems odd that the Bnei Ruvain were motivated not to go into Eretz Yisrael proper, even though every item was Eretz Yisrael, they were motivated because of, they had a lot of cattle, because uh, of, because of their, their business interests. So much so that Moshe Rabbeinu said, they, they said, even after they agreed to go over and fight, they said, yeah, we're going to go over and fight, and we're going to first build... First, build pastures for our for our sheep. Moshe Rabbeinu needed to respond to them. No, you're going to first build. First, you're going to build homes for your family, and then you'll build. Then you'll set up your animals. That's you should first worry about your. That's more important than your than your business. So it's an interesting thing that they were, their their focus on where they were going to end up in Eretz Yisrael was based on their, their business interests. That's one. Second of all, the Gemara learns from here. Um, there's a halachas about tonight when someone can do things on a conditional. On a conditional manner, so the the rules of how conditions must be set are learned out from this story. First of all, the condition has to be what's called tonight kafel, which means it has to be you speak out the positive and the negative, if and if not. And also, it has to be tonight kaidim lemaisim, which you have to speak the condition out before you speak out the actual thing what you're talking about. So why 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 isn't it interesting? What's the special connection between this story and the rules of tonight? And why add why add the half of Shev Menashe, where does that come from? It doesn't, say, it doesn't say that they requested to join. So I think, I think there's one thread that runs through the Parsha, and it's a sort of a progression. The Parsha starts off with the story of Nidharm. <coughs> Not the story, the laws, laws of Nidharm. Nidharm are that a person can say about a particular item for himself that this, he's not going to eat this thing. It's usher to him. So he, and Rabban talks about it as it's almost like an issue of, of Kedusha, of holiness, that so you're able to ask on yourself. So it's something you're creating an issue upon yourself. <coughs> then we go, we go to the next story, is the story of, of the, the, the battle with Midian and how they took the, 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 the halachas of how it works when you, when you acquire Kalim from, from, from non-Jewish people. So you're actually, in a way, 
that's that's a further that's bringing those vessels into kedusha Yisrael. They require certain halachas. So that's a furthering of spreading of that kedusha. But the end of the parsha, the last thing is is talking about a mama which is already mama in Yisrael. Not only talking about cattle specifically, and the, the Gemara often uses the phrase that chas hakadosh baruch hu manim Yisrael. That hakadosh baruch hu is concerned for the money of Kal Yisrael. That the Pachadizkach explains that the reason for that is because Mom in Yisrael has a certain Kedusha to it, which we learn out of, uh, of Kedusha's Pachayra, that an animal, the firstborn of an animal, also has a holiness to it when it's, when it's an animal of a, of, a, of a Jewish person. So you see the Mom in Yisrael has Kedusha. So we could understand, perhaps, that the Bnei Ruvain were saying, oh, we understand, our, our Mom has Kedusha. But in, 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 as the next step when we just discussed, we discussed Nadarim create a, an individualistic Kedusha and then there's the Kedusha bring the vessels in but even even when a person has Mamun Yisrael which has Kedusha it needs to be actuated it can't just be that just because it, it's Mamun Yisrael and you, know, and you rest on your laurels and that and the Kedusha is there and that and that rather you have to work on it meaning I'll explain that the Bnei Ruben was saying we have animals we have Kedush Prabhupada gave us a lot of animals it's, and they have Kedusha the Mamun Yisrael so that's a reason for us to decide where we're going to live in Eretz Yisrael. Because what does Eretz Yisrael represent? Eretz Yisrael is also, is that land, it's a Gashmi sticker thing, it's a physical thing, that's holy, it's the holy land. That's where Eretz Yisrael is. So the Bnei Ruvain were saying, look, we have, we have our cattle, and that's, and that's our job, that's what we're going to do, and that's where we want to be in Eretz Yisrael. But they were too focused on the fact that it was their business, it was their money. And Moshe Shabbat was saying to them, that's not enough. You can't just focus on the fact that it's your money. Because you have to also work on it. You have to also make it holy. Even though it's already holy inherently, but if you don't work on yourself, you don't make it, if you don't, if you don't make them, concretize that holiness, it can disappear. And that's what he told them. You're going to have to go into Eretz Yisrael and you have to fight for Eretz Yisrael, which is fighting to, to acquire the holy, the holy land, even though you're not getting anything physical from it because they already had their Yerusha in every yard, but they were going to go over 14 years and fight to conquer it for everybody else. But what did that conquer? What did that fighting and conquering represent? That they were toiling to bring kedusha into something, the holiness into something, for just for the sake of bringing the holiness in, not for the sake of their their own business interests. And perhaps that's why we could, over here the, the rules of t'nai are learned out over here. Because what does a t'nai tell us? It means we're saying I'm going to buy this on this condition. So. That's the time, it's a condition. So, so we're saying that they're going to get their land, their rights to Israel. They're going to have that holiness only on the condition that they make that holiness stay. Only on the condition that they don't think of it simply as a monetary transaction. It's their money and they're resting. That's where the holiness lies. The holiness lies because you make it holy. Because you make it happen. Like, and you have to have a tonight kafal. You need to speak it out. You need to realize. You need to think about it. And the tonight is the tonight is kaidel mindset because it's that's that's the that's the pivotal point in bringing that kedusha in to to to, to the imamin is because you recognize that that's what you're doing, and and so why add shevet menasha because we know we learned last week's parasha already that shevet menasha the bnei slavka came from menasha, and it says they wanted they were the descendants of Yosef and they said just like Yosef was mechabev his arts he loved Eretz Yisrael. So did the Bnei Slavka love Eretz Yisrael. So it means the Bnei Menashe had a special connection with Eretz Yisrael. They loved Eretz Yisrael. So why did they want to be in Eretz Yisrael? So much so that we see at the end of the parasha when the, when the Bnei Menashe conquered cities, they named it after themselves. I mean, because that was the most important thing to them, was Eretz Yisrael. They loved Eretz Yisrael. They, they, they had this tremendous connection to it. 
So they wanted Eretz Yisrael not because they had a lot of sheep, not because they not because they had a good business interest in it, but rather they wanted Eretz Yisrael because it, it meant something, because it was holy, and that that would be the purpose of adding them to to to, to the Bnei Gan and Bnei Rubin is to, 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 is to reinforce this point. You got to recognize that that's why you have to want Eretz Yisrael. That's why you have the only way your money is going to be holy is if if you if your pursuits are, are are of holiness, and meaning every person right every person. Can look at what they do, and they're, everyone, should, everyone should all be blessed with tremendous wealth. But what's why? Why do you want that wealth? You want that wealth is it just because you want wealth, or because you want to do proper things with your wealth. You want to be a better person. You want your family to be, to be able to be better people. That's that's similar to that concept. Bnei Gad almost almost put the cart before the horse, and in, in the sense it's just about the money, and they forgot about the the, the what they're supposed to be doing with that, and that and that. The, kind of chronologically, this story happened right before the Jews went into Eretz Yisrael, right? We now are in, in the period of time of the three weeks, which we're commemorating the, the, the Chorban, and we're, the, it's a period of mourning on that time, which we were kicked out of Eretz Yisrael. So about, the way about getting back in, getting into Eretz Yisrael is about recognizing, recognizing that through, through, through a focus, not simply on, on money, but through a so focus of Chibavar, through a focus of, of a focus on Kedusha, that's what got, that's what got them into Eretz Yisrael. So that's a way for us to get back to into Eretz Yisrael if, if we recognize what our material pursuits are for, not just simple materials. That's the word.